Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, we're going to have our most underrated halves of all time, according to you guys, dropping tonight. But there's been a bit of news here, and I just think it's too interesting to leave behind. So we will have our underrated halves dropping tomorrow. That means tomorrow is going to be a massive day on the podcast. Underrated halves of all time. And, of course, we're going to have Lee Addison joining us to talk about the life story of a Canterbury Bulldogs debutant this weekend, which is going to be a sensational one. Make sure you tune in for that one. It will be one of your favourites of the year, I promise you. But of course, over the last hour or so, Matt Lodge, uh, it's been announced that he will be joining the New Zealand Warriors effective immediately. This is after these reports have been coming out for, it feels like the last six weeks. First of all, he was going to Newcastle. That was a done deal. That fell through. Then he was going to the New Zealand Warriors. That fell through. Um, Then we had Kevin Walters announce that certain players would be told to leave, which we were told would be... Lodge and Tavita Pangai Jr. to the point where Tavita Pangai Jr. gave a post-game chat, an interview about how he was leaving and he would be gone soon. And then Kevin Walters only a week later declares that no one will be leaving. These two will be staying. Lodge and Tavita, they will not be leaving. And here we are, just four or five days later, and Matt Lodge, he is going to the New Zealand Warriors. So, one, this says to me once again, and I, you know, I can't believe I'm saying it again, what on earth is going on in Brisbane? This ship is just all over the place. And I'll tell you what set it for me. Uh, Denham Kemp, when he posted on Bloke in a Bar just a couple of minutes ago about Matt Lodge leaving, his caption essentially said, I don't know what's going on here. Now, Denham is a former Bronco, a proud Bronco. He is always extremely positive, as positive as he can possibly be about the Brisbane Broncos. He never thought he'd have to be in this position. But even he is just sitting there going, what the fuck is happening? It just makes no sense. I just did a podcast talking about teams that dominated certain eras. The Broncos popped up three or four times. And now they are just a laughingstock. I'm sorry to say it, but it is just ridiculous. And, you know, I'm not sure if I am sorry to say it because so many people have said it over the last 18 months anyway. But this is just another slap into the face of the Brisbane Broncos. No one's going anywhere. They said that on Monday. It's Thursday, and your front rower, Matt Lodge, your starting front rower, the guy that you were telling everyone you were considering to be a captain at the start of the year, he's Gornski. He's gone to the New Zealand Warriors. He's gone exactly where the media said he was going four weeks ago before you put on your song and dance. And with all due respect, Matt Lodge, obviously, his beautiful wife is the daughter 
of Peter O'Sullivan, the recruitment manager for the New Zealand Warriors. As you guys know, we've had him on the podcast before, a champion fella. His son, Sean O'Sullivan, which is obviously the brother of Matt Lodge's partner, is at the New Zealand Warriors as well. So, I mean, good luck trying to keep Matt Lodge at the Brisbane Broncos. The way that it's going, it's a complete and utter shit fight. He's one of the few guys that's actually stood up and gone out to the media and said, I'll wear this. And you can see media managers trying to pull him away. I can't blame Matt Lodge for moving here. And, I mean, with his entire family at the New Zealand Warriors... Why wouldn't he go there? And this is just, this is a disgrace for the Brisbane Broncos. I have no idea. If Denham Kemp doesn't know what's going on there, I don't know how on earth I'm meant to get an idea of what's doing there. It is just all over the place at the moment. And that club, they are in serious trouble. Their entire culture is just going down the toilet. And as I spoke about at the start of the year, I, you know, I was such a big supporter of Kevin Walters, essentially because I thought, fuck, if Kevin Walters can't turn it around, who's going to? I mean, you've already got Alan Langer in the building. He obviously hasn't helped the cause. I mean, are you going to ask Darren Lockyer next? Who who else can walk into this Brisbane system and turn them around? And I mean, yes, there's guys like Craig Bellamy. But I'm sorry, is Craig Bellamy going to leave the situation he's got in Melbourne to walk into this complete and utter shit fight and potentially undo his entire legacy? I can't see it. You got Wayne Bennett sitting down here at Redfern giggling and laughing about the way that Brisbane are going. He sure as fuck isn't going to go back and help them. And Brisbane, they probably are too proud to ask him to come back and help them rebuild this shit fight. Uh, Trent Robinson, I'm sorry. Not going to leave the Roosters to come and help them. The options are very, very limited for the Brisbane Broncos. And I don't know where they go from here. This is a real trouble one. But I'll tell you what. The thing I am stoked to see is the New Zealand Warriors. I love what they're doing at the moment. Now... Just a couple of months ago, we announced... Well, not we announced, sorry. The New Zealand Warriors announced that Roger Tuovasa-Shek, he would be going to play for the Blues next year in the Super Rugby. Devastating for the New Zealand Warriors. Absolutely devastating. The face of their franchise, the captain of their franchise, the main man of the entire New Zealand Warriors. You think New Zealand Warriors, you think Roger Tuovasa-Shek. Their only Dalian medal winner, their leader week in, week out, their best player by far and away, probably their best player of all time, equal with Stacey Jones in my opinion. Those two, they sit on top above everyone else and he's leaving. And you sort of thought, Christ, this whole entire structure, everything is going to fall to shit here. The New Zealand Warriors, they've come so far and they've been through so much over the last 18 months with COVID and moving away from New Zealand. For Roger to leave now, this is potentially the worst timing imaginable. And you sort of, a lot of people sort of thought, oh, they're going to shut up shop here. They're done. The Warriors are going to fall apart. The Warriors, they have been so resilient over the last 18 months. I absolutely love it. And I love the recruitment that they've gone for. Now, to kick off season 2021, they made a couple of really good signings that I liked. Uh, Headhunted by Adam Fanua Blake. One of the best front rowers in our game. I think he was voted the other day as the best front rower in our game by the players. And he hasn't played this year. It is simply incredible. This guy is an absolute weapon. Adam Fenua Blake, a mascot boy who came through the same local area as me. He's always been a gun, a sensational signing. This is the sort of guy they've always needed. They went to England. They got Ben Murdoch Masilla. Now, he hasn't been the player that I thought he was going to be, but in little spurts, he has been so damaging, and it's just about utilizing him properly. They also picked up Kane Evans, another mascot boy they brought over there. And what Evans brings, and I think this is very underrated in football teams, he brings a different body shape. Now, body shapes are crucial in rugby league teams. It it makes defense really hard when you've got different sort of bodies to deal with. And when you look at the New Zealand Warriors, that's what they've got. 
They've got these big, robust bodies in Ben Murdoch, Masita, Alan Fanua, Blake. They hurt you to handle. But then you've got guys like Kane Evans, Tohu Harris, who come into contact. They're lanky. They've got their heaps lanky. They've got strength all through their legs. And you have to go high on them to wrap the offload. But then they just keep generating meters through their legs. They're really hard to handle. Then you've got these more nuggety sort of fellas that have proven to be extremely good. Bailey Sirenin's one that's arrived there. He's been unreal when he's played. Jazz Tavega, he's another one. Really hard to handle. A completely different body shape to these other guys, but very hard to handle. Then you've got Eli Katoa, who's sort of in the middle of all these fellas. Bit more of a sort of Lauatiti sort of style footballer. Their forward pack, it is really dynamic. It's extremely underrated compared to other footy sides, but it's very dynamic. Leeson Armour's another one. Sort of smack in the middle of all these guys. He's not sort of an edge player. He's not your big front rower. He's not your lanky guy. Sort of like a nuggety sort of front rower. But he just gets through his meters. And this is what I love about the Warriors. It's that their forward pack is full of all sorts of different bodies. They've got Cody Nikarima, who's playing the best football I've ever seen him play over the last 18 months. He's been unbelievable. Do you remember when the New Zealand Warriors signed him and everyone went, what? You're going to sign him? He doesn't even know what position he's playing for the Brisbane Broncos. He hasn't worked out if he's a hooker, a 5'8", or a halfback. They've turned him into a genuine hooker half, uh, sorry, 5'8 halfback over there who just play eyes up footy. And you know what? The New Zealand Warriors, they have had a few advantages for their way that the NRL, they literally changed the rules to suit the way that the New Zealand Warriors and some of their stars go about their business in Cody Nikarima. But he has been unbelievable the last two years. The way that he brings his edge players into the game has been sensational. It's been the best thing to ever happen to a guy like Eli Katoa, guys like Ben Murdoch Masilla, these sort of fellas. They've let go of a couple of really good players during this time as well that, you know what, they probably should have missed. And they weren't like all-time superstar guys, but they were guys that are just on your edges that you lose that can be really costly. Like Peter Hicku's going to leave, Carl Lawton's left, Ken Mamalo's left now. A couple of guys that have walked out there But some of the guys that they've managed to pick up have been sensational. And the guys that they picked up leading into this season, I thought it was a really, really impressive way to go about business. And, you know, obviously no shock to me who their recruitment officer is. It is Peter O'Sullivan. No shock to me. Phil Gould's in the building. Yeah, these two guys, two of the smartest minds rugby league's ever seen, in my opinion. They've built this team really well. Now, you've got Chanel Harris-Tavita over there, who I think is going to be a superstar. We were told a couple of weeks ago he was going to miss the entire season. Turns out he's only going to miss five to six weeks. A huge plus for this team. The other plus, though, is that because he was going to be out for the whole season, they went after a halfback. They got themselves Chad Townsend, a premiership winner. You might not like him. That's completely fine. But he's going to improve this side. And he's going to free up guys like Cody Nikarima, guys like Roger Tuovasashek. Roger doesn't have to carry this team on his back anymore because of guys like Chad. Now, a couple of months ago, before a ball was kicked this year, we said, hey, there's this kid in Brisbane, Reese Walsh. He might be the starting fullback for the Broncos. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets this jersey over Jermaine Osako. The Broncos, they went with Osako because they believed Reese Walsh wasn't ready. Jermaine Osako, to his credit, played really well to kick off the season. He has fallen off since. He's starting this weekend for the Broncos, so good to see him get another opportunity. But this Reese Walsh sat in reserve grade. Now, we spoke to... His reserve grade coach the other day. Uh, we spoke to Rowan Smith, obviously Brian Smith's son, and we spoke about, hey, I said to him, w- w- tell me, what did you take from Reese Walsh? This was in the lead up to his origin debut that he essentially didn't end up making, obviously. But he said, look, the best thing about Reese and Rowan only coached him for a couple of weeks there, a couple of games, was that as soon as he makes a mistake, he learns from it and he adapts straight away. Now, the Broncos, the, the Warriors lost Roger Tuovasa-Shek. 
And everyone went, who are they going to get? Including myself, don't get me wrong. I was speculating as well. Who are they going to go after? They need a superstar. They need a Jerome Hughes. They need a Joey Manu. They need a Matt Tufty. They need one of these guys that's established and is ready to step in and do a great job. And they just took it calmly. And they thought, you know what? We've got Rocco Berry here. We're going to pick up this kid from Brisbane, Reese Walsh. He's got a heap of ability. Not sure if he's ready yet. But we're going to throw him out there and see how he goes. They picked up Reese Walsh, which is season-defining. This is massive. Not only do they pick up Reese Walsh, they've got a captain in Roger Tulvasashek who is self-aware enough and is unselfish enough to say, you know what? This kid's got a huge future. I can help him better the Warriors moving forward if I play on the wing. Roger Tuovasashek has gone out there. He's done his thing. He's been fantastic. He's floated in. He's helped out. They've allowed Reese Walsh to play his natural game. Made the Broncos look like complete and utter Muppets once again. And here he is. Almost ready to play Origin last week if it wasn't for a hamstring injury. Not playing this week. Roger Tuovasashek jumps into fullback. But another fantastic signing. Now, they lose Ken Mamalo the other day. Ken Mamalo has been one of the best wingers in our game for a very long time. They replace him with Dallin Matini's Lesniak. Now... Marlow, probably a slightly better finisher than Dallin, don't get me wrong. But Dallin, mate, coming out of his own end, he is ferocious. He is one of the best kick returners in our game. He is one of the best guys coming out of his own end in our game. A sensational signing, Dallin Matenis Lesniak, a guy that has just been in poor clubs for a long time. He has always been unreal. He's played fullback the last couple of years. Personally, I don't think he is a fullback. I think he's more of an out and out winger, and I think he's going to do really well at the New Zealand Warriors. And the thing that I love is that they know Rogers leaving this year. They know this year is going to be important. They know that they've come out of two years of complete and utter shit being away from New Zealand. And they've said, you know what? We're going to play finals footy this year. We're not going to sit around and wait for next year to come. They signed Sean Johnson the other day, a sensational signing. Cannot wait to see him. Most teams would sort of sit there and go, you know what? We're getting a star seven next year. We'll wait for next year to come around. We're away from home. We're losing our skipper. We're losing the face of our franchise. We're also losing our halfback, Chanel Harris-Tavita. We're kind of cactus now. We'll wait till next year. The Warriors, they got on the front foot. They've gone out and got Reese Walls. They've gone and got Chad Townsend. They've gone and got Matt Lodge. They've gone and got Dallin Matenis lesniak Four sensational signings. Now they've got a little silver line. Chanel Harris-Tavita is not out for the season, so they get him back into the fold. Sensational for the New Zealand Warriors. Next year, Sean Johnson's going to arrive. They're going to lose Roger, but they're going to get Sean back. And as we spoke about Sean the other day, it's a different Sean Johnson walking back into Mount Spart Stadium. It's not the highlights real guy that left that you couldn't rely on in big moments. It's a different Sean Johnson walking back in. I absolutely love the direction the Warriors are heading at the moment, and I cannot believe I'm saying that four months after... I was told Roger Tuovasashek would be leaving the New Zealand Warriors. It is crazy, but the way they've responded to all this has been sensational. Some of the guys they've re-signed as well. Tohu Harris, like Jesus Christ, Simon Mannering reincarnated and an absolute champion, Tohu Harris. One of the few guys to leave the Melbourne Storm and get better. Incredible. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago... If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Josh Curran. 
One of the most underrated guys in our game for me. He has been sensational this year when he's played a couple of injuries. Now he's in Barney Rubble uh, for being on a plane the same time as someone with COVID. Just unlucky, essentially. But Josh Curran, another sensational player to re-sign. Bunty Afoa. I mean, can you imagine? They are going to have, over the next few weeks, their starting front rowers will be Adam Fanua Blake and it will be Matt Lodge. They're at the moment playing Ben Murdoch Masilla as a middle as well. They're going to have Leeson Armo and Bunty Afoa coming off their bench. It's going to be unreal. This team, they are going to be real smokies come finals time. You're going to have Chanel Harris-Tavita as well in the mix with Chad Townsend in the squad putting pressure on these other guys. I think it's going to bring the very best out of these fellas. I'm so excited for it. You've got to put Reese Walsh back into this spine. He's not playing this week. That'll move Roger back out into sort of a floating role for me. Roger becomes more dangerous when he's like this. He really does. And if I'm coaching against them, if I'm defending against the Warriors, I would rather know where Roger is at all times than to know that he is floating somewhere around. He's coming in from the wing and he's going to pop up somewhere. It's an absolute nightmare. You're seeing what what Tom Trevojevic is doing at the moment for the new for the New South Wales Blues. All of a sudden now the Warriors, they've got this same sort of character. Meanwhile, you've got to be keeping an eye on Reese Walsh. You've got to be keeping an eye on Nick Arima, Chanel Harris-Tavita. These are just instinct footballers that just look up and play what's in front of them. And to make it worse, the forwards that I've already mentioned, Adam Blake, mean offload. Ben Murdoch-Masella, mean offload. Lodge, Offload. They are able to play second phase footy. The one thing they're probably missing, their key piece, is they don't have a real nine. They've got Wade Egan, who's done a really good job. Don't get me wrong. They've got Jazz Tavega, who I absolutely love, but I think he's a better 13 than what he is. Hooker kind of throws watermelons out of dummy half, let's be honest here. Wade Egan, he's been impressive without being great. I'll tell you what would be really interesting. They now took Chad Townsend, made him the seven. And they made CHT, now that he's coming back, they make him the six. They hand the keys to these two. Let Nick Arima potentially play nine. Let Nick Arima play nine behind these these huge forwards that they've got there, all with offloads. I really do think it could be anything. I think this Warriors team, they make finals. I'm sorry, they have to be up there with the teams you don't want to play. I mean, outside of the Melbourne Storm and the Penrith Panthers, who you definitely don't want to play, don't get me wrong, these are the two worst teams to play by a country mile. Miss me with playing those two. But after that, geez, I think this Warriors team, as far as how unpredictable they are, how hard they are to defend against, I think they're right up there with your South Sydney Rabbitohs as far as unpredictability goes. They've got guys can kill you all over the park. They've got guys, guys floating around, playing out of positions, jumping around. They've got a huge forward pack. They've got great edges. They've got defensive locks all through the middle of the field. They've got strike centers as well. I mean, you're still going to put you and Aitken back in this team, a sensational player. They've got great wingers, great finishers. The young fullback who's, I'm sorry, he's not afraid to make a mistake. And that is the scariest, the scariest aspect of Reese Walsh. And, you know, we said when we spoke to Rowan Smith that he's a guy that he makes a mistake, he learns from it, and he applies it to his next thing. But he can make that same mistake, learn from it, and then not be scared to try it again. I think it is so dangerous from young footballers when you think about all the pressure they're under nowadays for Reese Walsh to be able to make a mistake and then just back himself to go again. He's got a little bit of James Maloney to him. This is what, this is what separated Jimmy from the rest of the halves. Jimmy could throw an intercept, come back and throw the same pass the next set. Wouldn't rattle him in the slightest. Most halves throw an intercept and they go into their shell. You don't see him for a month. Jimmy was the complete opposite. Reese Walsh, he's very similar to that. 
Reese Walsh played the worst game of his, what, seven-game career the other day, then was picked for Origin. He, he would have fucking carved in that game. He would have done incredibly well for a kid on debut who's played seven games of first grade. He's just that sort of type of footballer. He is just a different sort of egg. I love what the Warriors are doing at the moment. There is so much ability in this side, and I love the way... Only a few months ago, it was probably the darkest day in Warriors history when Roger Tulvasashek announced that he was leaving. And instead of feeling sorry for themselves, letting this season go, accepting, oh, we're playing away from home, it's a bit of a shit fight. They've gone, fuck it, let's double down. Let's win a premiership this year. They've brought all the right pieces to this club. They've brought even more pieces they're going to fit in next year. I really do think this team can give it a good shake this year. Do I think they can win the premiership? Probably not. Probably not when you look at these top sides, but... How they can give it a shake. This game is getting faster and faster and faster. And these forwards, they're getting bigger and bigger at the Warriors. And then their strike players, they are just instinct footballers. They are made for the modern game. I think this Warriors squad, they are looking so impressive right now. I love this move of getting Matt Lodge. I think it's sensational. And I have no doubt, just based off how the Brisbane Broncos have gone, I think Matt Lodge has been great for them. I think he's going to arrive at the Warriors. He's going to do even better. And you know why? Because he's going to have to play 55 minutes, not 65. And that 10-minute gap, that 10 minutes of less footy he's going to play is going to mean that the minutes he is on there, there's going to be so much more impact. It's not even funny. When you look at the Brisbane Broncos, you look at the New Zealand Warriors, who needs Matt Lodge more? It's the Broncos, and it ain't close. The Broncos need him a thousand times more than the Warriors need him, and I think that's a big strength for the Warriors. They get to bring this guy in. He's going to play less minutes. He's going to have more impact. They are going to be dangerous as all hell. Supercoach-wise, I think this is going to hurt Matt Lodge. It's going to be massive for Payne Haas. They pretty much got no choice but to play him for close to 80 minutes again. There's no one left standing there, essentially. Tom Flegler, he'll also pick up a few extra points, but we said that a few months ago, and that sort of blew up in our face as well. So no idea what's going to happen up there with the Broncos. But this Warriors side, I think they're looking really dangerous. And if you have a look at their draw for the back end of the season, the last four games when it's when it's Supercoach time, Mate, I really, really like this side. I think they're going to score a lot of Supercoach points. I think Reese Walsh, he is going to be front and center of a lot. Roger Tuovasa-Shek is going to be lethal. And if you're in a competition where you can potentially get your hands on Dallin Matenis Lesniak in your draft, I would highly advise you go after these guys. Because I think this team, if they don't have any injuries and they stay the way they are and they get Curran back, they get Aitken back, Lodge arrives there, Chanel Harris-Trevita eventually walks back into this team. I just think they are going to be so dangerous. They are going to be lethal. They're going to score some serious points, and they're going to be one of the more intriguing teams heading into the finals. I'm going to back them to make the finals from here. I really am. They've got a pretty good draw. If they can win this weekend, that would be huge. Then they've got a pretty soft draw running home, which I think they can win a lot of games on the way home as well. So this team, I'm just having a look where they are on the ladder at the moment. I think they're about 10th. I'm just getting it up now. They play the Dragons tomorrow. I definitely think they can win that. At the moment, they're 11th. They're sitting on 12 competition points. The Sharks are coming 8th on 14, so there's only one point separating them. Uh, they're four and against. It's about even with all the other teams. In fact, it's it's the best four and against out of the Sharks, Cowboys, Raiders, Warriors. So four and against won't be an issue. Man, I really do think this team can go a long way this year. I think they can really shock a lot of people. And if I'm a New Zealand Warriors fan, I'm getting kind of excited. I don't think they can win a premiership, but... Good God, they can give this competition a real, real shake. The guys they've brought, it is scary looking at this side. This is a team that you just do not want to deal with. Key pieces are just so good. And as we have a look at their run home, I mean, they play the Dragons. They play the Sharks. 
Then they play the Panthers. That'll be a tough one, but that's the Panthers without Nathan Cleary. That's well-timed. Then they play the Rabbitohs. But then after that, they go the West Tigers in round 20. They go the Sharks, the Bulldogs, the Broncos, the Raiders, and then the Titans. I mean, the Warriors, they could win their last six games in a row here. Those are six winnable games without a doubt. They're looking exciting. Of their last eight games, they only play the Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs as teams I don't think they can beat. Everyone else is a bottom eight side, and they're going to play the Penrith Panthers without Nathan Cleary. I don't know what their odds are to make the top eight, but I'll tell you what. I could think of worse bets to have than this New Zealand Warriors team to sneak into the top eight. I think you'll get overs from from $2 there on them. So keep a close eye on the Warriors. I really like what they're doing at the moment. I think the coaching staff have done a tremendous job. Nathan Brown, he's a guy that cops a lot of shit. He always has. But I'll tell you what, there's one thing he can do. It's build a squad. And good God, he has built a squad. I hope that he gets to stay around for a couple of years and they be successful under Nathan Brown. Because if you know the narrative of Nathan Brown, you've watched him over the last few years, he builds these great squads, then someone else comes in and they finish off the job for him. He's been in a really tough situation a number of times, Nathan Brown. I think he's built another fantastic squad here with a really good mixture of young guys, older heads, big bodies, quick bodies, dynamic bodies, bodies with offloads. It is just a really good combo of a football team, the New Zealand Warriors. Keep an eye on this side over the next few months.